0: You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey there. So today we're going to be giving you some tips on creating a better client experience, which in turn will create raving fans and increase your profit. Obviously, we are all about processes for profit here. And I think the client experience is such a big one that can be overlooked sometimes. And I really think it's super, super important to be able to have this really smooth onboarding experience for clients or students to create these raving fans to help expand your brand and your name and obviously your business and your profit. So first off, why is the client experience important? Why is this something that we need to be focusing our time on? So I think of the client experience as the lifeblood of your business. <laughs> Honestly, um I mean your clients, your students, whatever you see them as your customers, they are the ones that are purchasing your products, your services, your digital products, whatever that looks like, and if they don't have a great client experience, then they could not come back. They could tell a friend not to go there. It could really tarnish your business and really hinder your scalability if you don't create this really great client experience. Um, If you have raving fans, you're going to spend less on marketing If you have raving fans, your clients are going to be knocking on your door to work with you. If you have raving fans, you are going to be able to scale faster, which allows you to obviously increase profit, but also help more people and impact more people. So you're making a bigger impact and income and influence, right? So, What happens if you don't have a smooth client experience, right? So I'm actually going to tell you about one that I just had, and it was so frustrating that I almost didn't purchase. Now, I will say that I did end up purchasing because it was something that I had already purchased. I had already built that trust factor with this brand, so I pushed through the annoyance, but I'm also going to tell you about another one that I literally was like, I'm not doing this because this is such a huge hassle. Like I'm going to find somebody that does it faster. So basically I went through So I use essential oils. I use doTERRA. It's my favorite. Um, I know there's probably some of you that are young living people and whatever, but anyways, so I've been ordering from doTERRA for years and I don't order like massive amounts. I'm not like a huge oils user, but definitely use them in the diffusers, springtime, like when everything's starting to bloom and feeling fresh and clean. I definitely use them for the kids. Lavender, we use in the diffuser for them to go to sleep. They think it's this magic thing that if you rub it on their leg that's sore, it works too, which it probably does, but also probably some placebo effect there, right? <laughs> Anyways, so I'm a doTERRA user. I was running out of things. I did not an inventory and I went to the website and I went to order So I typed in a few of the different oils I knew I needed to replace, lemon, lavender, peppermint, whatever, started adding all these things to my cart. Now I haven't bought them for a while. So we had run out of quite a few of like the core ones that we use. And then obviously there's some newer ones too. Well, I got on there, put them all in my cart. I was like looking through, making sure there was nothing else I needed. And I went to the cart and clicked checkout. Well, I have a member number because I'm technically like a doTERRA person. I don't sell them, but whatever. Right. So I like go to checkout and create a loyalty order and I click the button and nothing happens. I'm like, Oh, okay. That's weird. So then there's a button that says like one time order. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to click one time order. It's fine. So I clicked it and nothing happened there either. And I'm like, okay, that's really weird. So I like refresh my screen and go back and the cart was still there. So I tried again. It didn't work for a second time. Try it again for a third time. Still didn't work. I was like, okay, I'm going to lose my freaking marbles in about five seconds and not buy (laughs) these. So I'm sitting there. I'm trying to click. I try to go to a different screen. I'm like trying to find a checkout button. Maybe it's that button that's broken, whatever and still nothing i'm like oh my god this is so frustrating and i'm telling you at that point that third try if this wouldn't have been a brand that i'm very familiar with and already buy from i would have been out and honestly the second time was really annoying <laughs> it probably would have been the second time so i'm going through whatever i clicked on their chat and i'm like hey this- so it's broken. <laughs> it's not working. I sent them a loom video. It was like, this is what's happening. I have no idea what's going on, whatever. So I, I got distracted, you know, cause I have 80,000 things going on and the chat like timed out. Well, when the chat timed out, it like completely cleared my cart. And I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? I just spent all this time creating this order. Super frustrating. So Long story short, basically, I ended up like logging in in an incognito browser and it ended up working. Don't know what was going on, not sure what had happened, but I placed the order Now, I had this a similar experience happen with a wine subscription, <laughs> and uh, basically the same thing like I was adding stuff to the cart. The coupon thing wasn't working, which is how I got into their funnel to begin with. The checkout wasn't working. And then it actually, I was going to purchase and I went to click checkout and it like charged my card, even though it wasn't right. It wasn't the right amount. It was a whole thing. I had to end up like emailing them. I'm like, Hey, this didn't work. It charged me the full amount. It wasn't supposed to all of it, all the things, And got so frustrated that after that like initial order, I'm like, you know what? I'm not ordering from them again. Like that was such a horrible experience. And there were more steps to that. I don't want to get too far into it or say the company that it was with, but yeah, it was just super frustrating. I'm like, all I want is some alcohol delivered to my door guys. Come on. (laughs) How hard is that? So anyways, this is, this is what happens if you don't have a client experience that's really smooth. I'm not going to talk about that company. I'm never going to talk about that company now because I had this horrible first time experience. Now, doTERRA, I've used them forever. So I had already built this brand loyalty before I had the issue. So will I still recommend them? Probably. But will I be like, oh my God, go try doTERRA? Probably not. Right. So This is the same thing. I'm sure you guys have experienced this in some capacity. You've tried to order something. The site is funky. It's hard to use. It's hard to get to what you're trying to do. You've had glitches. And when that happens, it creates this disconnect. You're like, well, you just made that really not easy for me. So I don't want to come back. Right. Now on the flip side of that, I've had some really great client experiences. One that I won't go too, too far in depth about, but I actually got the Invisalign type bite, B-Y-T-E, but they are the invisible braces basically. So I ended up getting those, I think it's been two years ago. I think I shared in my Instagram stories, the whole journey. But that was the most freaking amazing client experience in the online space I've ever been through. Like their onboarding process, their customer service, the payment process, the, um, once you got the kit to like mold your teeth, that whole process was super streamlined. And like an entire booklet that was like step one, step two, step seven, right. Walked me through the entire thing, how to send things back. It was so thought out like well thought out that I like pinged them on Instagram. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm a process person. Y'all's business is freaking amazing. Like, thank you for that experience. And I need more of my clients to do that. (laughs) So, now I talk about them. People ask me about that journey when I pinged them. I had people reaching out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, what's the difference between that and a I was like, "I don't know, but their freaking client experience was amazing, so go with bite." So, when you don't have a s- smooth client experience, whether it's buying things online, online services, whatever that looks like, you are going to create this I mean, you're not going to create loyal customers. They're not going to come back even if they stay like some of them probably won't even stay you're going to lose a percentage of that and then the people that actually go through the treachery to get to the end they're not going to come back because you made it harder for them so how do we fix this right how do we create raving fans because it's all about this client experience and what your client onboarding looks like now i'm talking mainly to online service providers who are going through the process of like a sales process onboarding doing potentially a project or something like that offboarding clients right so what does that look like for you right now because from what i've experienced working with clients one on one with my vip days it's probably a bit messy discombobulated you probably feel like you're like all over the place you probably also on top of onboarding clients have actual client work and potentially a course that you're creating and contractors that you're managing and a book that you want to write and probably more, right? More moving parts. So when somebody signs on to do business with you, there's a lot of moving parts. You probably have a Word document proposal. Hopefully it's a template that you reuse, but maybe not. You have a contract template, hopefully that you can customize for each person or each service, you probably upload those to like a signature software or like a hello sign or a docu sign and then send it through there. And then once they're signing that contract, you're probably manually invoicing them. Then before they pay you because you have to follow up on that invoice, you're probably starting on some of that stuff, right? So before they even give you dollars, you're probably like, oh, I need to create a Google drive folder. I need to start mapping out their tasks. I need to look at what I'm going to be working on and what our time together is going to look like. You're probably going to send them an email to get scheduled, even maybe potentially before they've paid you. Uh, you're probably got. You probably have another email to kind of prep for that work together. Maybe another manual email to follow up on a scheduled session, and all of this before the work even starts. And sometimes before they pay you, you're doing all of this. You're sending emails, creating Google Drive folders, creating notebooks, mapping out tasks. All of that, right? So, am I getting it right? Am I? am I pushing buttons here? Is that, is that you? (laughs) is a lot of this manual because if so, it's okay. It's okay. Nobody teaches us how to create these things, right? And when you're the solopreneur that's doing literally everything, you sometimes just wing it. And that's, that works, right? It works to a point where you can just wing it. But I'm here to make that easier for you without feeling like you need to outsource that type of thing because There are things in your business that, yes, you have to outsource, but there are also things that if you just made it simpler and easier and faster, that you wouldn't have to spend the money outsourcing because it's so easy that you can just go through a checklist. So I want to help you create a client experience that's streamlined for creating raving fans and also making it easier for you on the back end because we all want that to be faster. Are you ready to scale your business? Are you ready for focus, clarity, and systems to save you time and give you the freedom you crave? Are you ready to work on your business and not in your business? Imagine this, waking up with your day already planned, checking things off your task list that are moving the needle forward, and closing the laptop by 5 p.m., all while hitting your income goals. It's all possible. I scaled my business to six figures in less than 14 months with the right strategy, systems, and support. Hustle to Flow is my exact road to scalability framework that will get you all of that and more. Try it out today for $7 for seven days to see if it's a good fit for you, because we are on a mission to support entrepreneurs who are on a mission to change the world. So first, I am going to talk about a system to do some of this heavy lifting, right? So some of the things I talked about, you're going to need some sort of tool for, one of my favorites, I know a lot of people in the online space talk about Dubsado. I love their mission. I love their all the things that they're doing. I I don't like their software. I'm probably the black sheep saying that, but I just feel very discombobulated inside of their software and it just doesn't work for my brain. And you have to have something that works for you. So I actually use a system called Plutio, and we will drop the link if you want to check it out and try it out. Obviously, it's an affiliate link. I'm going to put that disclaimer out there, but I only promote things that I absolutely love. So Plutio has been my go-to. Now, I will say that there are some things that I wish Plutio would kind of level up so that I could maybe potentially get rid of some other software But for the most part, it has really, really streamlined my client experience onboarding and really taken away a lot of manual tasks. So you're going to need to choose a software of some sort at some point. Now, you may want to kind of map out your processes first and then decide on the software. You may want to look at the software, which will inspire you to map out the tasks. Up to you how your brain works, but you're going to need a system to do some of the heavy lifting. So. When you're thinking about creating a client experience, you have to think about one offer at a time, one offer at a time, each offer that you have. So for example, we have VIP days, we have client onboarding VIP days, we have project management VIP days, and we have funnel VIP days. Those are technically, even though they're all VIP days, they're technically three different offers because each one of those is gonna require a little bit different information to be collected, a little bit different way that we're putting the project together. There are going to be different things for each different offer. So there's gonna be a lot of overlap with your onboarding experience in all of your offers, but you have to choose one and map that out first and everything associated with that Before you move on to the next one. So, one offer at a time, map it out, brainstorm it, get it streamlined. Then you can duplicate it and just make tiny tweaks versus reinventing the wheel each time. So, choose one offer. The first thing that really happens after you have moved them through the sales process and they're like, yes, let's move forward, you have to send a proposal, a contract, and an invoice those three things should be happening. If you don't have those things in place because you're newer, that's fine. But as you scale, you're going to need a proposal that lays out the project, a contract to save your butt and invoicing to obviously get paid. And we want to create that as streamlined as possible. So Plutio does that for me. I have proposal templates for each offer. I have a contract template that is blanket across all offers, but it's attached to each of those proposal templates. So it's a whole template. And then basically what Plutio does is as soon as someone signs a proposal and contract, it automatically creates an invoice. So when they're going through that step-by-step, it's like sign the proposal, sign the contract, pay the invoice. Boom. So you need to have a step in your process that says you have to follow up with this, right? Because you're sending it to someone, you're sending this invoice, proposal, contract combo to someone, but did they did they actually complete it? Because you don't want to do anything else until those three things have been completed. I call this first part legal onboarding because it's the like the not fun sexy stuff. It's the proposal, contract, invoice legal mumbo jumbo. So you have to follow up for that before you move on to anything else. So send proposal contract invoice, follow up for legal onboarding pieces, and then you create a project once that is all completed. So in Plutio, when they complete a proposal contract invoice, it'll actually automatically create a project from a template. So everything in like streamlining processes is creating templates. So I have a project template that has all of these tasks I'm telling you from a client onboarding standpoint. I also have all the tasks associated with a client offboarding standpoint, and then anything that it's generic for client fulfillment. So sending their folder with their um, all of their call recordings, that's going to happen every time creating a strategy doc will happen every time doing training videos is going to probably happen every time. So I created this project template that allows me to have the same things for each project for onboarding fulfillment and offboarding. The next thing after that project's created, you're going to need to create a Google drive or Dropbox, whatever you use folder. And this can be an automation in a lot of cases. So for me, when a Plutio project is created I have a zap set up to create a Google Drive folder automatically. Then I have a task that says save the contract and invoice to their client Google Drive folder. Then I have a task that says add any custom notes and tasks to the project. Then I have a task that says create iPad notebook or a new notebook for this new client. Send an onboarding email with questionnaire to collect information and the link to schedule calls. Follow on social media handles, send welcome gift, send thank you to referral, prep work for our first call. So that is my very generic. Now, I have a few extra tasks within mine just from software standpoint, but sending proposal contract invoice, following up for legal onboarding, creating a project, creating a Google Drive folder, saving their contract and invoice, adding custom tasks, creating an iPad notebook or a regular notebook, sending an onboarding email, follow on social handles, send welcome gift, send thank you to referral source, prep work for each call. That That's an onboarding process. And when you can do that within a system, it literally takes me about five minutes to onboard a brand new client and to get all of these tasks associated with this client onboarding completed. One of the things I also said in there is following on social handles and sending a welcome gift. These are two like cherry on top kind of things that a lot of service providers are not doing because it's taking them so long to get through all those other pieces because it's such a manual, messy process that they're not even able to have the capacity to say, oh, I want to create a welcome gift. I want to send that to them. Um, and that really is the piece that's going to help create those raving clients. So I use my road to scalability method to do this, recognize and map it out, optimize it, automate it, document it, right? So if you're not familiar with the road to scalability, go check out that episode. But I use the same method to create this. And if you need additional help, like I said, Plutio is the service that I use. I'm going to link that in the show notes here. And if you need help with this, we actually have a VIP day specifically for this, this exact thing I just talked about at the end of our VIP day, you have this entire system completely set up and ready to go. And just think about how many more clients you could bring on if it only took you five minutes to onboard and five minutes to offboard a client, right? Right. Like how many more clients could you bring on if you had a streamlined process so that you didn't feel overwhelmed bringing on more clients? Anyways, I hope this was helpful. I have plans on doing a client experience workshop. We'll definitely keep you in the loop if that happens. Um, Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, do all the things so that you can um, hear about that when it first comes out. Make sure you're on our email list. And like I said, if you want help with this on a one-on-one level and get it knocked out in a four-hour time frame, go to b.link forward slash bco-strategy to apply for our VIP days. They are very limited. I only do about four to six a month. And it is a very one-on-one experience where you get shit done. So Please let us know how we can support and go create a raving fan client experience to increase your profit in your business because the more profit you have, the more space you have to influence more people and the ripple effect just goes from there. Let us know how we can help and we will see you again next time.